following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help. And on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. Well, June, let's get to Christmas trivia. I'm well, ready. That is I think. Your, yeah. I think. <laughs> I'll say well, that. It all, it all depends on what the questions are that's, as that's to right. whether you're ready. <clears throat> In the song, We Three Kings of oh. Orient Are, uh, which direction is the star leading, still proceeding? Guide us it to thy perfect is, light. Uh, mm, it, is, it is traveling west. And you are right. Yes. Very good. There's one for you. Okay, then. Uh, that wasn't about uh, knowing the song. It was knowing the geography. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's good. Well, there was Edison General Electric Company, mm-hmm. the first to produce what? Christmas lights. That's right. Electric. Electric Electric Christmas lights, yeah. Yes, and I knew that's what you meant because I said general electric. Okay. Um, At the beginning of the story, if you know the story, what is the fir tree's ambition? And it would be understandable. Trees want to grow. Grow tall be the... Mightiest tree in the forest. Very tall. That's right. And um, what was the name of Scrooge's sister? Oh, I don't Mm. remember her being even mentioned. Uh, But oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Is it uh, is it Mary? No. No. And you would say, and if it weren't I'm, Mary. I'm, I'm kind of hot, so I'm kind of fanning myself. <laughs> Fanny. So, oh, well, that's, that's uh, yeah, and if it were not Fanny, it would be shorter. Just fan? Yes, that's oh. it. <clears throat> now you know. Now uh-huh. you know. And up wow. on the housetop, click, whose click, click. stocking comes first? Well, I would hope it would be mine, but <laughs> well, there you are. now that's realistic. That know. is realistic. They don't know your name though in no, that. that's right. In that, but so um, it's um, someone who is small. Is it the, And she's called little what? Lulu. Little. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I always think little Nell on the rain, r- railroad track. You know, like a. Uh, these melodramas. So, okay. Uh, last um, last See, question. This, this isn't going that well. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so you're okay. Okay. What carol is also known as green sleeves? What child is this? Mm-hmm. Hey. You got, got it. it. I got it before yes. the musical yes. hint. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and what mode of transportation is the Polar Express? A train. It is a train. It's a fun movie. Yes. You know, it's fun to do this. It is joyful. Yeah. It came upon a midnight clear That glorious song of old From angels been 
June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as grief and loss, abuse and trauma, depression and suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. 
for an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-914-4817. You are listening to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get to our caller in just a moment. If you enjoyed the music that you just heard, there is uh, that and uh, many other songs on a CD called The Hope of Christmas. That's uh, June's Christmas Music CD. You can uh, take uh, a listen to that, if you would, at uh, our website, and you can decide to buy that there through the website at hopefortheheart.org slash storm, and uh, you can find June's uh, materials there, uh, other books that she's written over the years, as well as music CDs, or you can talk to our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They'll be happy to get that and any other resources that might be helpful to you that uh, you'd like to take a look at in terms of our keys for living and our uh, topics on uh, over 100 topics that we have there for uh, you to take a look at something that might be going on in your life, a particular situation for you or maybe someone you care about and you'd like to pass along some materials to them. Call customer support and they'll help you. Again, it's 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Well, I am delighted to bring tonight's caller to you, uh, June, and uh, we have listening from Colorado on KGFT. We welcome Kat. Well, hello, Kat. Welcome to Hope. Hi. Hi. Well, what would you like for us to talk about? Um, well, uh, I guess just uh, my road um, on recovery, me and my husband are new back into our recovery right now, about five mm. and six months in. So, um, and so recovery from what? Uh, um, from methamphetamines and heroin, fentanyl, and alcohol. Mm. So, wow, uh, that's so, and and all at one time, or just yeah. meaning periodically? Okay. No, well, no, I respect I, I everything, everything all at once. And we were living in our uh, Durango at the time, so it was pretty, it was pretty rough. <laughs> mm. but, wow. So, what made you decide you wanted to be on the road to recovery? Uh, just my life was pretty miserable, pretty out of control, and just. Pretty, uh, pretty just horrible, <laughs> miserable. Mm-hmm. So you weren't yeah, meaningless, okay? Yeah. And and <clears throat> regarding your husband, um, mm-hmm. you said we are, are you both on the road to recovery? Yes, he actually. Um, he actually got clean probably about six weeks before uh, I did. Um, it took me a little longer. So, 
I was fighting with a lot more demons, but that's, mm-hmm. you know, either way, it it um, just took me a little longer, but... Uh-huh. And what but motivated here, him? You know, we, we started working after I got clean. I started working a week later, and he did too. We both started on the same day. And we um, two weeks later when we got our paycheck, we got into a motel. And so we're uh, still in the motel because we just did a lot of damage to our uh, credit and whatnot doing uh making bad choices and so um and then we're convicted felons and so we're having a hard time getting um renting a place you know Mm -hmm. well you know truthfully mm -hmm. i I just want to say um everyone knows what it's like to make wrong decisions it's the wise ones that recognize if I keep on this path, it will only lead to further destruction. And there are those who will not admit that. And they refuse to even consider stopping what they are doing because there is a payoff. There's a payoff um, in terms of heroin. Um, You know the feeling, the... um, the, well, you know, when a drug gives is an upper, you know alcohol is uh, the opposite, but but right. it kind of numbs you out, and <clears throat> so they they all have something that keeps you from dealing with reality because it changes the reality of what is true, and in other words, you literally are. Uh, wanting a mood changer, uh, whether yeah. to numb out or to get high, um, it it doesn't. You know, the the point is, how much better for you, which you said to come clean. Um, I respect anyone who has uh, recognized I'm on the wrong road. I need to turn. Now that's true with every single person on earth. Because the Bible says, all we like sheep have gone astray. Each one has turned to his own way. So, sweetheart, um, I would love to say, oh, I've never ever needed to change. No, no. The, the Bible says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So, we have a choice, though. And you have exercised the choice. You and your husband. What made him before you decide to get clean? Well, he uh, had gotten in a little bit of trouble, and um, he had got put on probation. And Mm -hmm. um, so the first probably eight months of his probation, uh, he was just not in compliance, and and they told him, uh, they said, he said, if you don't get, start doing what you have to do, then I'm going to put you back in Comcore, and then mm-hmm. we would have, you know, we would have been apart, and so so he, um, you know, he can't leave me out here on the streets by myself, you know, we were home, mm-hmm. living in our car and stuff, so he he had to get clean, so so he got clean, and then so I, uh, you know, so I, then I did too, and 
You know, we had talked about it. We were wanting to for a long time, but it's it's so easy to say, uh, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. And it's like tomorrow just never comes. So right. Good. Yeah, good for so. you both. <clears throat> so when you um, think about your future now, what are you wanting to see happen? You're, you're on the right road. You know that you now can both have a job because you're in jobs. And um, so what what specifically um, are you wanting to have happen next that I could help you with? Well, I would, I would like to get... Um I feel like me, him, and I need um, some counseling. Um, so I need that. We need that um, because we just we argue a lot, and and so um, you know we love each other, and it's like not really an option to leave one another. You know, we're mm-hmm. <laughs> like, in this for the long haul, so we need to figure it out so we can. Uh, fine-tune our relationship, you know, and... Yeah. And, what do you, ar- what do you argue about? Like to start doing it, like, every two years, because this girl that I work with, that's what she said. She's like, I believe every marriage should should get a fine-tuning every couple years. You know, you should go to a, go mm. to a counselor and get an unbiased opinion outside, you know, because, of course, you're both right, and... You know, blah blah blah, and and we've just we've been through so much, and and I mean we might argue, but we don't. We're not disrespectful to each other, and we don't call each other out of name or yell, even yell at each other. Wow. We just, you know, we mm-hmm. just will bicker, I guess. But you know, it's, it gets wearing on on us, you know, especially we're just still fragile in our, you know. Sobriety, and that's what you know. Always makes you relapse your stupid feelings. <laughs> mm-hmm. <coughs> your stupid right. feelings tell your brain to do something stupid. So you know, we just we want to be happy. I mean, we are happy. I mean, we're so grateful that I know I'm just so happy that we have a roof over our head and everything. And um, last week we went and made business cards. I've been making these boxes with my mom for like 20 years and I give away more than I sell but so Mm -hmm. we're trying to trying to make this business happen and and just um you know we're just accepting where we're at right now and that's you know safe and warm and just figure uh you know we'll get out of this motel at some point somebody will take a chance on us Mm -hmm. (laughs) what are you arguing about what what's the main uh, thing you argue? What is the main thing that you're arguing about? God, it's nothing. It, it's nothing. It's about putting your shoes. It's just nothing. It's just nothing significant. Okay. You know, and that's what's even more irritating is it's just I don't know if we're around each other. <laughs> We're in a motel room, so it's one room. Maybe we're just around each other too much, or um, but it's nothing significant. You know, it's not like financial or, or stuff like that. It's just stupid, okay. stupid stuff. And you know, 
Well, I don't know why, you know, there's, why we're doing that to each other. I have a friend who says, unless it is a matter of life and death, I'm not going to engage in a fight. You know, it's one thing to fight for your life if you're being attacked. But um, if you think about it, it takes, you know this expression, it takes two to make a fight. Mm-hmm. So why don't you be the one to say, not going to go there, and you walk away. Yeah, we, we've been really good at, at that since... Since we have gotten clean, um, we will just walk away, you know, because it is. It's exhausting to argue, you know. It is, you know. Well, it it is. It's a choice. Um, yeah. The Bible says there's a time to speak and a time to be silent. There are many times I'm with someone in my life, whether it's a family member or just someone that I, I'm with um, quite a bit, and I could respond, I could give an answer contrary to what this other person is doing. I'm thinking about a family member right now. <laughs> okay. But it, it's not it's not profitable. Yeah. It, I, you know, in fact, if my, my objective is to build a bridge, not build a barrier. Yeah. And when you're fighting, many times you're building a barrier. I'm not saying you. I'm saying anyone. We. Well, if, if we could definitely build, building a barrier without a so, doubt. So, okay, then, then you need need to be the one to make a decision. Hopefully, you both could. And you say, you know, I'm, let's try to change. Instead of being negative, what can I do to build a bridge? a heart for people who are hurting and broken. You want to throw them a lifeline, but sometimes you just don't know how. Lifeline to Hope is a brand new, one-of-its-kind caregiver training designed just for you. Using video-based instruction from leading experts, plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community. Be the person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. lifelinetohope.org. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. 
June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. listening to Hope in the Night, a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of this ministry, and we thank you for that. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. I want to mention a couple of our resources, Keys for Living Cold, Alcohol and Drug Abuse, Breaking Free and Staying Free. And that is available as you talk to customer support, and they'd be happy to uh, point uh, you in the right direction towards any other resources that may help. And uh, the uh, other keys for living I was going to mention is uh, uh, reconciliation, rebuilding the broken relationships. And those, and I said, as uh, as I said, many others are available by calling customer support, 800-488-4673. If you would like to speak with June, maybe there's something going on in your life, and uh, you'd like to talk with her on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, we welcome your call at 800 night 17 that's 800 n-i-g-h-t 17 and when you call leave a detailed message for us we'll get back to you and uh, schedule you for an upcoming hope in the night just talk to you about what uh, questions you might have and what you would like to talk with june about the number again 800 night 17 800 644 4817 let's return to our conversation now with cat well cat what i'm hearing is you care about relationships. It, oh, yes, you, absolutely. You already, you already know that you've... I'm very impressed. You have <laughs> overcome one of a, a huge hump. We're not talking about just one addiction. You said you were addicted to, correct me if I'm wrong, alcohol, heroin, meth, and fentanyl. Did I hear that yes. right? That's mm-hmm. been so. And then, and your method of of literally, be, uh, as you said, you were determined to be clean, and you are clean. So, yes. what did you do to accomplish this? Well, I mean, I had to. I tried to start going to the place where I was going to uh, achieve recovery. And okay. I kept kind of getting the runaround and stuff because I wanted to. I said, well, I need to get Suboxone and I need to get this. And I always had an excuse of what I needed to be able to help me get clean, you know. And so I um, 
I, I don't know. And so I was supposed to get it, and then the lady didn't call it in. She goes, well, you, we can't recall in Suboxone because it's a, uh, you know, it's like a scheduled something. Uh, it's basically like a heroin in a different form. Yeah, and, scheduled and so substance. I said, okay, well, whatever, you know, and I, I ran out of of drugs, and I just, I and I had money and everything, and I just, I didn't get any, and I, I was just like, I'm just going to stop now, and I stopped, and and it was probably the first, um, like the first two days. It was it was hard. It was so hard. Uh-huh. Of course, because it's just like. But a, you're saying you it's you. Like a rest, it's like a restless body syndrome through your whole body. Like you can't even lay down. It's just it's so, it's probably, it's just so miserable. And then we were in living in our Durango, you know, so we had like a a bed in the a mattress in the truck, and it was just like I don't even know really how I got through it. To be honest well, with you, I I don't know. And are you telling me that you went cold turkey? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Yes. Wow. So, yeah. and and you're right. The hardest part is at the beginning. That, I mean, that's yeah. classic. And yeah. yet, you yeah. stuck with it. If you can get through. If you can get through the first couple of days, you know. I, you know. I think it was a couple of days later. I got Suboxone, and I took it for about three or four days, and I and I just stopped taking it because I. I don't think it was doing anything for me uh, either way, good or bad, you know. And so I thought, then I'll just have that crutch, you know, then I'll be wanting to, where's I need my Suboxone? And then, yeah. anyway, I just, I didn't want to have to put myself through all that. Wow. Um, and then I had went and got a, uh, what they call a sublocate shot, and you get it in your stomach. And so if, even if I was, if I went and got drugs or whatever and tried to do them, it it's a blocker. It um, mm-hmm. it blo- it blocks the receptacle. So when you do the drug, it just it just like bounces off of it, you know. Okay. Like a ping pong, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so so I had that for um, it's thirty days. So I got one shot, and then. I didn't. I didn't go back and get another one because it, um, I don't know. Because I, I didn't think that I needed it. You know, I thought no, I'm good because I, I. You know, I just we started going to church and stuff. And oh, really? That's what I was going to ask about. Are you in a church at this time? Yeah, we go to the sanctuary. Okay. Okay. And do they teach the Bible? Well, not really, and um, that's kind of they they sing a lot, um, and so I don't really. I would rather hear somebody preaching, um, and I I want to like I've never read the Bible, so I um, oh. you know I want to read the Bible, but I I don't know that I could understand it, so. Okay, sweetheart, do you have a Bible? I need it. Do you, do you have a Bible? Do you actually have a Bible, or shall I send you yeah. one? Okay. Well, I don't think it's like a real Bible. It's like a pink one. No, I think it's more like prayers and stuff. But but I, okay. I would love for you to send me a Bible. Okay, we're going to send you, as a gift from our ministry, okay. a Bible. And listen, I I know what it's like to know nothing about the Bible. I was not raised. Some people just were raised in 
a church where the Bible was taught, but and, and but yet I later saw people my age who had what I call now the real thing, meaning they had authentic Christianity. I'd never seen it before. And I later wanted what they had. And they they had a relationship. They would say, June, Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship with Christ. But I didn't understand what that meant. So I needed yeah. to hear what authentic Christians said. And it was life-changing. Uh, are you in the Springs area, Colorado Springs? Yes, that's where I'm at. Okay. Well, I, I spoke there... Um, a number of months ago at um, oh. Rocky Mountain um, Calvary Church. Uh-huh. I, I don't yeah. know where that is compared to where you are, but I was so impressed. And yeah, I said... it's a beautiful, I, beautiful church. Oh, okay. It, it, uh, the, the reason I'm saying that is I said... <laughs> After the weekend, I said, if I, if I somehow left Texas and needed to be in Colorado Springs, I, I would love to be a part of this church. And I, I mean that. Um, they, yeah. there is, there's a lot of intentional helping people. I mean, I think it, if, if you are, um, it would be worth um the effort to go, and um, yes, I will. I will absolutely because I, I've been asking for guidance on that too because um, because I wanted to find a, a different uh, church. So okay, well, and and I know. Uh, in fact, just today I received a text from somebody um, who was at that church, and she said that she had a changed life. Um, when I was there, and uh, and this is a sharp, wonderful, love, just delightful woman. Um, I mean, I mean, there were just some wonderful. I mean, I'm talking about they, they deal with needs, though. They deal with hurts and people who have challenges, as opposed to it's not just going to church to go to church. It's to be in a fellowship of people where you learn from each other. And I'm, so I'm just telling you that I uh, think you are, according to Jeff, he just communicated to me that you're uh, about 25 minutes away from where wherever you are, which I don't know, but he knows. And, uh, <laughs> okay. but so, so we're, we're just, um, uh, the Bible says, I know the plans. This is the Lord speaking. Um, the Lord says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So it's not June has the plans for you. I'm just saying God has the plans for you. And one thing he says is, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. So this that's in the book of Hebrews. And he's saying, you need fellowship with others and see the wonderful thing is you will be an answer to someone's prayer for a friend someone is going to need you you 
uh, because it could be what you've experienced and how to be a how to help somebody literally have victory in their lives by making choices even if when they're tough choices you made choices life is a series of choices and my friend i'm very impressed that you you knew where the way you were going being <clears throat> addicted to alcohol heroin meth and fentanyl my goodness and then you you made even when it was hard you maintained the the track you were on to um literally break free so you as you it said you and your husband now are clean and obviously but, you've, it's just uh, phenomenal I still am in shock, and that's why um, I, you know, I prayed. I just, I prayed, and I prayed. I was like, just please take it away, because I figured that once I got clean off of the drugs, I would keep drinking, because the first time that I got out of the jail and did drugs, I was 11 years old in San Diego. Wow. And wow. so it's been a very long road, and I've really never been clean except for whenever I was locked up so for me to have done this and not be in jail is just unbelievable it's it's just unbelievable I can't just believe it it's crazy Mm. so I'm very thankful you know well very well I am I I want to take personal interest in you because I know this church and I know what they do Um, again it's Rocky Mountain Calvary Church uh, and um, in the Springs and and, um, they are caring and they have a program where people start out and they learn a number of things that will help them reinforce their lives for to, to live healthy and um and it's like focusing on the direction and how do you get complete freedom i know you're concerned that you could go back because you've gone back other times but but in truth you see the joy that you have right now and you don't want to trade that for June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as grief and loss, abuse and trauma, depression and suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. 
As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. Welcome back. Welcome back to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have any uh, questions or concerns about the topics here on the program, give our customer support team a call at 800-488-HOPE. And they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'll help you access the appropriate resources for you. I want to recommend our Keys for Living called Reconciliation, Rebuilding the Broken Relationships. We also have keys on uh, on alcohol and drug abuse, breaking free and staying free. And uh, because we are dealing with multiple um, addictions here on the program tonight, I want to uh, let you know about a book that's been written as well that covers a variety of addictions. This is a great book called How to Defeat Harmful Habits. Those are just uh, a few of our resources that are available, just to name those, and uh, you can talk to customer support about others that would help you the most. Again, the number there is 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. You can also email them at customer support at hopefortheheart.org and order directly from them there or ask your questions, and they can uh, recommend some resources for you. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Let's get back to our conversation with Kat. Well, Kat, what I'm I'm appreciative of is you're caring about the relationship with your husband. You don't want to be fighting. You know that that's not really accomplishing anything. Is that correct? No. No, yes, it's not. Okay. So, what can you name something that you have been fighting about? Oh, man. I don't don't think it's anything. It's just... It's so minuscule to how we argued about. Um, I I can't even... I'm so... God, I never don't have anything to say, and I'm completely, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know, but I'm going to do what you recommended and just say, no, I'm not, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to feed into it, you know. I'm not going to feed into it. I'm not going to argue, you know, and. No. It, it's or not that code word, you know, like pineapples. Like if somebody, like if you're saying something out of line or something, like pineapples, like that's our word. Like 
shut it down. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something that uh, I have a sister who did this. They had she and her husband had gotten in a pattern of being very critical of each other, at least something like that. And then, yeah. So they had they got a whistle, and um, so my sister was on the airplane with her husband, and she said to him, they, the plane had taken off, and she said to her husband, "You're you are being critical," and. He continued, "You're being critical, and find it, it, you know you're being critical. You need to stop." He wasn't stopping, and then all of a sudden, he keeps on. And so she pulls out the whistle that she had on the chain uh, uh-huh. underneath her blouse, probably, and she pulled it up, and then she went. <laughs> and the whole plane went nuts. I mean, it's like what? Oh my! And but, you know. It um, it broke. I mean, he saw that she was literally taking a stand, doing what they had said that they needed to quit being critical. And uh, so that reminds me of like the code word. Well, for them, it was the the whistle. But I do know that it you made a difference. And, and if I did that, that would do something too. Uh, I think well, I will. I think I will go buy me one first thing in the morning. <laughs> it's just a thought. You pray about it, and you know because. Well, I mean, the thing is, you want healthy relationships. Now, I'll tell you one yeah. thing that is so helpful when when things haven't been going well. There's a reason why the Bible says. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievance you have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Now, very candidly, I could not understand forgiveness. I'm just telling you, I, to me, it's like letting somebody off a hook. And how can how can you just do that? That seems irresponsible. And yet, I didn't know what to do with the scripture because I had become a Christian and you know, it's very clear that we are to forgive. And so what I did later, um, how old are you, sweetheart? 48. Okay. Well, you then know what it's like when people do wrong things. And, And you think, well, how can I forgive that if they've not asked forgiveness, if they've not apologized or whatever or changed and see that was my problem of uh, that that was my reason for not um thinking it would be right to forgive but i later learned forgive i did a word study forgive means release uh lift off send away uh and i i saw these words and in this case, uh, it's like, imagine a meat hook around, um, around your neck, and you're saying, and, and, and here's a burlap bag, like a potato sack, hanging from that, that meat hook. You got the picture? 
Right. <laughs> okay. So it would be like, okay, when you say, if I were to say, what has been so painful to you? And then you literally are telling me this was painful. This hurt me. This was, you know, and so every time I would put a, a boulder, double size of your fist, I put a boulder in, oh, so-and-so did this to you, so-and-so did this to you, um, whether it's your husband or or someone who hurt you. And, and you keep, eventually, that bag gets heavy, a, a, a weight. Now, if you had to carry 100 pounds around your neck, hanging from a meat hook, um, how do you think you would do it if you had to do that permanently? Yeah, you would be definitely dragging around. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, and my mom, I'll never forget my mom telling me that, and that when at, me and my husband had split up that I had my girls with, and she goes, if you just forgive him, she goes, you don't know how much better you're going to feel. And, and at that time, mm. that's what I thought and said exactly what you said and thought. Mm -hmm. was, mm -hmm. Yeah, right. You know, what do you mean, forgive him? Like Doesn't seem fair, does it? No, and it's, and it's a hard thing to do, and it really is. Okay, this is you what know? I want you to imagine. What about guilt? What, okay. what, do you, what do you think about the guilt? that a person carries. Okay. How do you okay. get rid of that luggage? <laughs> well, let me let me deal this with I'll I'll talk with that as soon as I finish this okay. with um the, <laughs> Okay, no no no, no. This is helpful. Okay. What we're yeah. talking about is if you have been carrying unforgiveness in your heart, I mean it can be understandable. Uh, I, I, I would understand it. But since God is the one who says, forgive, forgive one another, um, what that means is you take that person off of your emotional hook and you put, you're not letting them off the hook. You're taking them off of your hook and you put them onto God's hook. Because he says, it's mine to avenge, I will repay. It's not that the person's going to get away with it. It's just you're not going to be the one who's going to be executing justice or executing right. the person. So so do you see that you make an, an act of your will? I Okay, these are the things that he has done to hurt me. But I'm going to, as an act of my will, choose to release that pain to you, Lord, and I'm going to release that person. I'm going to release that person who has hurt me, and I put him onto your hook, Lord, and I pray that one day he'll have a changed life. That's, does that make sense? Because the Bible says, yes, pray yes. for those who persecute you. Pray for those who persecute you. So you pray they'll have a changed life. 
and then you're do then you're doing what God wants you to do. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, because I, I never knew how how to go about doing that. Like, and I really do want to learn the Bible and everything because I I really want to know his story and stuff. And and um. Okay. Well, we will thankful, send you, you know? <laughs> a a a translation that I think you will. Uh, appreciate and so we're going to send you a bible we're going to send you also uh, our material on forgiveness so that you'll know how to do that and okay uh, now about guilt talk to me guilt uh are you my your is, is it your guilt you're talking about yes <laughs> okay yeah and is it guilt for tell me phrase what you want to be forgiven for uh, my daughters because of you know when I was on drugs and Uh just uh, you know how much pain I I caused them you know and going in and out of jail and just all just all the hurt you know everything I've done everything Mm. I haven't done okay well let me tell you um one of the most painful things is a parent who does not ask forgiveness of a son or a daughter, a child, um, a grown child. So this is because I remember my dad never asked forgiveness for anything he did, and that was hard. But um, I, I, I kind of gave up that he would do that. But what I can tell you is you could write down what you, where the areas that you just already started telling me about of how you felt it was not right, what, how you treated them or what happened to them because of your addiction. And for you to literally write this out and just say, these are the things I, I want to ask forgiveness for. Ask my this daughter and do it separately um, for your your. I gather you have two daughters and yes. just so so and, and one at a time and just say I I realize I have been wrong and as um, a person who wants to be right before God I'm asking I'm coming to ask would you be willing to forgive me for these things and then if she says yes what you say what else what else is painful to you to and you write that down and then you ask every each time where you've been wrong we will send our keys for living called forgiveness releasing you is freeing me we'll send that out to tonight's caller and we do that free of charge that's because of your generous support of this ministry and if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate and we thank you you may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday 8 to 5 central time and our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.